comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! One of the things vested upon us is the authority to bring direction as it pertains to the present emphasis of the Holy Spirit to the measure of grace that God has bestowed upon us beyond maybe our present physical assembly that is with us okay I even forgot to greet our brethren that is online if you are online I celebrate you in Jesus name Amen. you are one of us Amen. Pastor George, is this your watch? I've been looking at this since last week. Is that where the Holy Ghost is now? <laughs> Hallelujah. I noticed you have been trying to show me the watch. You have been doing it like this, so I've seen it now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so because it's our duty, many of the times, we have to labor. we have to labor to find out the mind of God. It is not just enough for us to flow with what we think we know or what we actually know. But we have to labor, labor, labor to find ourselves in the bakery of the spirit where we can extract fresh loaves for hungry hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. So we are looking at a topic that we title spiritual history and witness. After me, spiritual history. Spiritual and witness. witness. <laughs> what do you think we mean by this topic? Huh? Uh-huh, tell me now. If you think you know what it means, raise your hand. Uh-huh. You are looking back, you are raising your hand. Are you not? You are raising in your heart. Who knows? Who knows? You think. Uh-huh. Yes. Exactly. Uh huh. Man of God. Huh? Track record. You are. You didn't do bad, but that's not exactly it. Who? Who else? He has already given you people keyboard. Try. No, you are wrong. Uh huh. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. No. Who knows? Uh huh. Huh? No. Who else? Uh huh. No. Who else? Uh huh. 
you just added 10% to his 5%. So, who else? <laughs> My brother. <laughs> okay. The first part is I will collect 5% from the first part and throw away the second part. So if we collect 5% from the first part and add it to your 10% and his, okay, let me give you 10%. It will now be 25 what percent. Have you passed? Who else? Uh-huh. I score you, you might not be you might not have the mind to answer me next time. Okay. <laughs> uh, you wait, let me listen. Uh huh. Almost thought you are getting it. You mentioned the word that looks like it. Uh huh. Uh huh. When did you appear? You ate your mother's food. It's all over your... Uh, so answer out. No, sit down, sit down. No, leave the second part. Hey. Okay, taking your first part, I will add another 10%. So we now have how many? We are almost there. Pass, pass. We are almost there. So, you raise your hand. Uh huh. No. Uh huh. Sit down, sit down. Godhead and man. Okay. There is something I will try now. I will broadcast the answer in the spirit. Let me see who will pick it. <laughs> you know it's possible. I have done it many times anyway. I will broadcast the answer in the spirit. I'm broadcasting now. Let me see who will pick it. Forget your answer before. Any answer you know after now, just answer it. I will broadcast the answer. And then you can pick it in the spirit. If you want to answer now, raise your hand. 
Uh -huh, you. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Let's clap for him. Wait. He's not 100% correct, but he, he just got the tangent correct, so we can now join him. Huh? Oh, you didn't hear him? Okay, say it loud. Let them hear. A man's spiritual encounters and its application is not is, is a sketchy way of defining it. Are you getting the point? But he, he did well. Another person. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is he journaling? Yes. No, he's not. This one is not journaling. This one is spiritual. This one is spiritual. Uh huh. Sit down, sit down. Mm hmm. No, it's the other way around. Okay, who has the answer? Why are you always looking down? Answer me. Stand up. Others are sitting there. Yes, stand up. Show her on the camera. Stand up. Make sure she's appearing on the camera. Answer this question. Stop bending your head. Keep it straight. You are a woman of God. All this is for me to pity and no, you are a woman of God. You must answer. She she has relaxed and is hiding. Let let the people that want to answer answer. You will answer. Don't come and ask me. Don't come and tell me my, my daddy. This one I don't. Is now prove prove it now. Answer. <laughs> Can you hear her? Answer, answer. Okay, find mic for her. Give her mic, give her mic. I think she she has grown and lost her voice. <laughs> Answer now, put the mic on your mouth and ask. Then the income. You see, my you will teach tomorrow. If you don't answer well now, you will teach tomorrow. Hmm? You are always relaxing. They will be serving you tomorrow. You will teach. So answer, answer us. There is somebody else that is hiding. I will also ask. After answer. Uh -huh. Like someone, the encounters look like this. Answer now. The witness, I don't. I think it's the spirit behind the encounters. You are doing well. Continue. That is that's what I can say. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the answer. Uh, you okay? 
You answer. Sit down, sit down. You are a man of God. Relax. If you want to clap, clap. <laughs> Amen. I know you'll be here so and I will not tell him to repeat it. I know you so you will still you didn't hear him, so no problem. Maybe in the next three years you will hear. Oh hi, we record it all. Oh. Did you hear? Say the truth. And I'm not going to. Okay, let me help you. He said, somebody had something. Let me make it simple with you for you. You had something with God, and your capacity to witness is to the tune of what you had with God. So it's simple. Are you getting the point? Spiritual history is a history of a man's activities, dealings. There are many with God on which he is standing to witness, on which he is having as the basis of his authority to administrate the truth of the word of God. The truth of God. Both in the statement of spiritual facts and in the statement of realities. You are guilty now and you are sitting in front seat. If I'm you, I will go and sit at the back. Eh? No Bible. Where is your Bible? Where is your daughter? If I say something now, they will record it and put on social media. So let me leave you. Anybody that wants to behave well, will behave well. I will not disturb you again. If you like, if you like, don't do anything. The people that will obey, will obey in Jesus' name. Number one definition. Spiritual history is the tracing of teachings, truth, and ministry back to God or experiences that came as a result of the word of God. The tracing of teachings, truth, and ministry back to God or tracing it back to experiences that we had as a result of the word of God. Tracing ministry, tracing truth, tracing teachings back to God. One. Number two. And back 
to experiences that we had with the word of God. Amen. I'm going to ask you a question also. Pay attention. Because very soon we start saying things that are a little bit complex. So you need to follow now and write down a few things if it's possible. Definitions. Spiritual history is also the divine and organic activities that is behind the truth that we communicate. Spiritual history is the divine and organic activities behind the truth that we communicate that testifies or witnesses these truths that these truths are beyond us and are bigger than us and that we are just conduits of divine intent and will. Let me come again. Spiritual history is the divine and organic activities that is behind the truth that we communicate that testifies or witnesses to the fact that our that, to, that testifies to the fact that the truths we communicate are beyond us and are bigger than us but that we are conduits of divine intent and will. Divine and organic activities. Behind the truth that we communicate. And these divine activities, divine and organic activities, witnesses or testifies to the fact that what we are saying is beyond us. Are you getting the point? And it is not just beyond us. It is bigger than us. Are you getting the point? That we are just conduits that convey divine intent and will. I think you can get it now. So there are spiritual, there are divine and organic activities that must be behind anything we do on behalf of God that is called ministry. Behind everything we teach on behalf of God that is called a teaching. Behind every truth that we communicate on behalf of God. There must be an organic are you getting the point? Organic and spiritual activity behind it and the purpose of this divine and organic activities is to testify or witness are you now seeing the connection between spiritual history and witness? So the purpose is to witness to the fact that what we are saying is not our own. Number one. And that it is beyond us. Bigger than us. We are just conduits. Are you getting the point? Very soon you will understand that no man can represent God competently for his generation without the adequate measure of history with God to become the basis of his witness and testimony to a generation. No man can testify beyond the history he has with divinity. No man. No man. Because what we do is not our own. 
what we do is God's own. So if we will be able to represent God in the measure that he has ordained for us, then we must have something with him. It is that thing that we have with him that separates what we are doing and what we are saying from what another man or even an unbeliever is doing. I hope you know that what we are saying as teaching that this thing I'm saying, any other person can actually cram it and say it. I hope you know. So what is the difference? Are you not seeing it? There is something intangible. There is something organic. There is something divine that is behind my communications. There are sets of activities that makes for the proper capacity to witness what I'm saying. Are you getting the point? Now, this is not just for people that are not born again. Even born again people. I have been in a meeting where people are teaching about holiness. Are you with me? Shall we say amen? amen. They talk about holiness. I was in the class. I, was, I followed all the class. I still did not become holy. In fact, I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel I need to change. I, didn't, I just felt you can stay under a very good teaching and there is nothing organic and spiritual. There is nothing divine behind what is being said that can propel you huh, to act on what the word of God is saying. It will be obvious that there is no capacity to witness that communication of factuals. Are you getting the point? The person is just stating facts. But there is nothing behind it to show that the person that is communicating this thing is saying what is not his own. That it is from God. And if it is coming from God, it is supposed to accomplish something. And it takes a witness for us to know that it is from God. One, so that we will receive it. Number two, it takes that testimony for us to receive the the capacity behind the world that is able to change men. The capacity behind the world that is able to cause changes. The capacity behind the world that is able to represent exactly the heart of God. Hmm? If not, you can do ministry for 10 years and you have not done anything. Do you know why? You don't have history with God. And your capacity to raise men is dependent on the history that you have with God. Are you getting the point now? Now, a man can be 10 years in God, but he doesn't have a history. Meanwhile, what it takes for a man... Are you getting where I'm going now? What it takes for a man to represent God in, the, in that measure is a capacity to witness. And so that... When Jesus said, don't do anything, wait until you are able to witness, you will find out what Jesus is trying to say. He is trying to tell them that there is nothing spiritual yet backing your capacity or attempt to represent me in this measure. Are you getting the point? We have an acute lack of history with God in the measure that is needed for us to witness him in the dimension that we seek. You see, we can come and say, let the church take Nigeria. The question is this, do we have men that have enough history with God to stand in that capacity to represent? Now, when you stand, God will say, I know this man to this measure. Men like Abraham, 
God will want to go to Sodom. He said, how can I do this thing without telling Abraham what? My friend. Seeing that. So he knew this man. In fact, many times God will appear to him and say, I know you by name. I know men like Moses, men like Elijah. It means that they had something with God. There is a history that they have created with God. And that history became the basis and foundation for the authentication of their ministry, for the authentication of their teaching, for the authentication of their administration. Now, the question is, what is witness? Witness is the authenticating facility of the kingdom of God. <laughs> Say after me, authentication. What, is, what does it mean to authenticate? It means to, for us to know which one is real. Which one is God's, not just real. Which one is God's own? Are you getting the point to... If something happens, how do we know this one is God's own? How do we know it's from man? How do we know it's from Satan? If you're with me so far, say amen. amen. If you understand this, you will find out why you can pray a prayer that God can answer. How many of you have happened to you? You can pray a prayer that God can answer in five minutes. But you find out that you make that prayer for 21 days. Why? Have you asked why? God wants to create a history with you in the spirit. And actually, the authority for you to execute in that position, consequently, is dependent on the history that is created around that spiritual activity. Are you getting the point? When you now encounter that, let's assume, concerning somebody else, you will now see that God's intent is beyond doing something for you. He wants you to have a history with him so that he can stand upon it and, and testify. Because you cannot... Satan does not respect you as a person. Men don't respect you. Even God doesn't respect you. They respect the things back in you. My words alone are nothing. It is... The Bible said that Paul said, Thank you, you received my word as if God, which indeed is true, that God is the one speaking to you. That means something is behind what I'm saying. And if we cannot trace what I'm saying and trace it to God, are you getting what I'm saying? If I'm saying something and you can't trace it to God, then there is no spiritual history. If I'm doing something and you can't trace it to God, there is no spiritual history. Either God or experiences in the word of God. Can you see the connection now? Mm -hmm. That is the only way we can authenticate. That is, we are generating facilities to authenticate things in the spirit. So when we come in the kingdom, God does not just allow things to happen. God makes sure his seal is upon everything that came from him. Are you listening to me? If it came from God, it must have God's what? Seal. It's not possible. It's not possible for something to come from God and not have the seal of God. Never. Never. Including our salvation have to have a seal. What is the seal of our salvation? The Holy Spirit. And there is a governor. A governor that is in charge of the administrative capacities of God's evidences. Because this, this witness is like the the administration of evidences to validate the fact that God is the one 
that is doing this. Are you getting the point? So there are many things that we do that God is not the one that is doing it. And there are many things that we want God to do, but we have not created history enough with God for him to respond in that measure. Are you getting the point? Sometimes I want God, I can come and say, God, let the moon stand still. Are you getting the point? But it did not happen. But I have also said, Lord, let the rain not fall. And it did not fall. It will mean something that in one case, I have history enough with God for me to command this kind of witness to the words that I speak. But in the other world, there there is no history backing it. In fact, many times when you come to represent God in a measure, you don't get to do anything. What is really ministry is those spiritual, organic, and divine support. Divine and witness behind what you are doing. Such that you can teach for, for me now, I can teach for just 30 minutes. And that 30 minutes can be blessing people for one year. So I want to ask, is it 30 minutes? What is, are you getting the point? That means there is so much life in 30 minutes that you can bless 1 million people and bless them for 3 years. It will mean that I have history with God such that it is beyond 30 minutes. One, it is beyond me. Two, are you now seeing it? And it is bigger than me. There must be something that I have with God that have the capacity to testify to the truth that I'm communicating such that even when I'm not there, even when I've lived on earth and died, the testimony will still be on earth to the fact that a man had something with God such that men cannot walk this path except they encounter what that man had. Such activities in the spirit becomes the basis of witnessing the communications that they have, the truth that they communicate. Their teachings is not as a result of what they know in their head or the schools they went to. It's not even as a result of um, how long they have been around. But there is something that they had with God that refused to die even when they died. That refused to stop even when they stopped teaching. Are you getting the point? I talked for 30 minutes, but what I had with God was such a matter that after 30 minutes, it still continued to become a teaching. A generation is galvanized because of that activity. Are you seeing the point? So, you can... Hi! God will help me to communicate this body. And then you will cry. You will cry. And you will see that the fundamental thing God is seeking from your life is things that will have to be beyond you and outlive you. Such that even when you are not there, they are even stronger when you are not there. What we have in the body of Christ is people doing many things that is no, there is no commensurate witness because we don't have history with God. We can come and say in this meeting that revival we could, that God will do this thing, God will not do anything. Is it because God doesn't want to do anything? We, ha- we don't have history with Him. No history. Men that are bankrupt of deliberate deliberate and interactions with divinity deliberate interface with the things that are of God 
they want to represent God. It is not possible. Because your testimony is to the tune of the history that you have with God. The job of the Holy Spirit in witnessing Christ through our vessel is not to do something beyond what we have had with God. What the Holy Spirit does is to reach out to the things that we have with God and begins to use it as the measure of our capacity to witness. The Holy Spirit does not use what is not there. Eh? The Holy Spirit engages the things that you have trapped as a result of your interface with the world and interface with divinity. Oh, let me come back a little. Show me John chapter 16. Witness is the administration of evidence that validates a position or reality in the kingdom. To validate a position or reality in the kingdom. Show me verse 12. Jesus said, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot what? Bear them. This is one of the scriptures that baffles me the most. How can Jesus be saying, I have many things to tell you? And instead of hearing, he's saying, bearing. I thought when Jesus said, I have many things to tell you, the correct follow-up should be, but you cannot hear them. But it's too much for you to hear. Jesus said, you can't bear. You, can't, you, can, you lack the capacity to sustain the demand of this word that I'm about to communicate. I hope you know what it means. Do you know what it means? <laughs> the Bible said, when the word of God came to Joseph, he tried him. Do you know what it means for the word of God to come to a man? You don't know witness. When you know witness, you will know that when truth comes to a man, it will test you first. So that when you stand to administrate that truth from the office of communication or from the office of living, huh? such will be that it has become one. It has become a... a a facility within you that the Holy Spirit can flow from. And then when men hear you, they can touch the witness of your testimony. They can touch the witness of your communication. If the world have not tested a man, he doesn't have history with God. So when God speaks to you, you, you say, God spoke to me. But when God spoke to our fathers, when he spoke to them, they kept quiet. They kept quiet because they know that for every word that God spoke, it will try them. The word of the Lord, what? Try it, try it, try it. The reason why you need to try him is because there is a history that needed to be created. That will be the basis of the authority from whence that man can begin to administrate on behalf of God. Such a man lacks the capacity to administrate on behalf of God until that word that came from God has created a history with him. The basis of your capacity in witness is the history that the world has created with you. And for many people, the history is in different measures. And then it will mean that your capacity to witness that truth is to the measure that you have yielded to the demands of history of God that he wants to create with you. There are men that have worked with God. When you enter the realm of the spirit, they have the, the realm is littered with history with God. Such men, when they are right there, they are, oh, they are tall in the spirit. They are giants. You are not giant. Giant in the spirit is 
giant in the spirit is not having is not having big Nemo. Giant in the spirit is not even having big crowd. Giant in the spirit cannot be measured in the natural. If you know what is giant in the spirit, you will not want to be one. Are you with me? Ask Elijah. Elijah said, I'm not better than my father's. <laughs> so told me, I'm not better than my... That's what Elijah said. He said, I'm not better. That means this man has what it takes to stand in that capacity against Jezebel is too much. He said, I'm not better than my father's. Meanwhile, it's not as if God cannot destroy Jezebel in one moment. But he wants a history with that man. He wants something with that man that generations will come when they look upon him. The testimony of James is that Elijah is a man of like passions. That means even to the book of James, the history that Elijah created with God in that context is still a basis of testifying to that dimension of truth. We cannot communicate that truth without referencing Elijah. Elijah was a man. Hi! Men can live on this earth and die, but their history will be littered in the spirit. You cannot walk and not find them. That is what God wants from us. Such that people can benefit from your active, your his, the history you created with God. Many of them don't know. Many of them don't know that what they are benefiting around your family doesn't know that what they are benefiting from is as a result of the history that God has created with you. They are persecuting you, you are praying. They are persecuting you, you are fasting. Huh? Things are happening for your brother, your mother. They don't know. They are still persecuting you. They don't know that what is happening for them is as a result of the dealings that you submitted to. That God decided to create a history with you such that it will be the basis for him to step into your family. Are you seeing what I'm, I'm saying now? But men can count it as persecution. That's why when you pray for God to change you, he will not change the situation. He will only give you more grace to stay. Because he wants to create a history with you. Does he mean God cannot change everything in a moment? That's the mindset of, of, of carnal believers. They don't understand God's end in a matter. God's end is to create a history with you. And when God has a history with a man, it means that such a thing cannot happen again as long as that man is there. Are you getting the point? Imagine something that you followed God through till the end and you became a victor in that matter. And it is testified between man and God and in the spirit that you are an, a, a purveyor. You are a vessel that communicates this reality. It means that as long as you are there, that has been a matter settled. Is it not true? But when you start in the beginning, it will be hard. You will wonder why these things need to happen to you. Sometimes you look at things, this is a straightforward path. Why do we need to do bago bago now? <laughs> I have asked that question. Even me, I, I see a path that is straightforward like this. But we need to follow Oh, there is a path that is 40 days to Canaan. How many days to Canaan? But God took them where they will go for 40 years. Huh? The Bible said for many reasons. One of them is to try their heart. To try their heart. 
one of them is to make their heart stronger because the Bible said, had they been, they did not suffer what they suffered in the wilderness. When they get to Canaan and see the giants, they will run back. Many of the things you pass through is what will qualify you to stand in Canaan. Because you can come in Canaan and you encounter something and you run away. But because of the history we have with God, we can't run away. We have seen worst. Are you getting the point? You have seen what what Satan is now trying to do. You have already had a history with God that is a testimony to this kind of experience and has given you authority to live this kind of lifestyle, teach this kind of thing, or communicate this layer of truth. Are you getting the point? So what we seek is beyond just the words that we speak. It is the history that we have with God. Imagine if a thousand men have deep history with Jesus. What are we going to have? Beyond the words that we speak, the land will be littered with dimensions and measures of divine witness. But what we have sometimes is too many preaching, too many teaching, and little witness. Too many teaching, too many preaching, and little witness. People are comfortable to talk about holiness that are not holy. People are comfortable to talk about purity. It's not just that they are not pure, they are not making effort. They are deceived men and they are deceiving others. People talk about many things. Talk about humility that are not humble. Are you seeing it? Talk about love that doesn't have love. Talk about patience that doesn't have patience. It means we we'll keep saying something and it will not produce results. There is no witness. There is no witness because there is no spiritual history with God. The Holy Spirit, there is no raw material for him to witness our communication. He just takes, let me show you this scripture so that you understand the basis of the oppression of the witness ministry of the Holy Spirit. I have yet many things to say unto you, but he cannot bear them. Number verse 13. How be it? Let's read together. One, two, ready, go. When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you. Let's see verse 14. Let's see verse. Uh huh. Let, let's see if 16 still says. Okay, no. Let's go back to verse what? 12. 13, 13, 13. 13. Now he said, How be it? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will what? Guide. He will lead you 
into all truth. So the context now is truth. Are you with me? If you have me, say amen. amen. Pay attention. The context is what? Truth. What? <laughs> the word for the, the exact word for the communication of God is actually truth. If God communicated something, it's called truth. If Satan communicated something, it's called what? It's not, it's not a matter of it's not a matter of true or false statement. It's a matter of who? Who is saying it? If God is the one that said it, it is what? Correct. If Satan is the one that said it, it is what? What if what if Satan say you have malaria and typhoid? No, I'm, I'm asking. Hmm? <laughs> what if Satan say you have malaria but you are feeling it and you have been managing it for two weeks? No, be so. So I want to find out. Since I'm feeling something in my body, I know what I'm feeling. Hmm? But God said, the word of God is saying exactly the opposite of what you are feeling. But you are feeling it. I want to ask, who is speaking? God or Satan? There is only one person, two people that can speak. Who is speaking? God or Satan? So, let's settle it now. Whatever you want to do about it, you, you know. But I need to tell you that who the person that is speaking you know. Listen. So it is not about whether it is a factual statement, especially in the natural. Are you getting the point? Yes, it is a matter of who is speaking. As long as it is God, it is called truth. As long as it is Satan, it is called what? Lie. So the communications of God are called truth. The reason, number one, is because they are coming from God. Now, if it is, are you getting the point? If the fundamental way to design or measure what is truth is because it is coming from God, then it will mean something. That there are factual statements that is not necessarily from God. Are you getting the point? We can have statements that can be correct from natural standpoint or from many measures that we want to check it. Yet, it is not God that is saying it. Can we say that it is truth? Now, if it is true that we cannot say that it is truth, then there must be a way to authenticate what is truth. Are you not seeing why witness is a fundamental ministry of the kingdom? Because what witness does is to go to that which is of God and put a seal on it. So, the authenticating ministry of the kingdom is now witness. So, what God does when we have history with him is to come to matters that relate with us and say, indeed, this one is certified in the spirit. So the Bible spoke about Jesus. He said, Jesus, a man approved of God amongst us. That man has approval from God. He's not just doing something. There is an approval on his activity. It means that there are many other men doing the same thing or doing things, but there is no approval. And because there is no approval, then we cannot say that what they are doing is what? Truth. It means that the exact mind of God cannot be communicated via that channel. 
And I need to tell you the reason why. Because you don't have history with God. What you are trying to do, you don't have... There is no track record of dealings, experiences with God such that God can lean on it. The Holy Ghost can lean on it and authenticate your activities and your capacity or your adventure in administering the truth of, truth of the Word of God or truth of your ministry. Are you getting the point? What we are trying to do, we, don't, we have not created anything with God yet. So that many times what God tells you is to wait. Wait not because he wants to waste your time, but he wants to make you fast enough. <laughs> when God tells you to wait, it's not time wasting. He actually wants to make you fast. Because the man that left without waiting, will finally wait as he's running. Because he will think he's making progress. But he will find out after 10 years that he's in one place. But the man that stayed with God, when you come out, you will find out that one day is like a thousand days before God. Huh? God can make a man achieve in one year what he waited 10 years to see. What you waited 10 years to see. If you can create a history with God, he can come and witness. And then on the day of Pentecost, such an avalanche will come from heaven that the whole city will come out by 9 a.m. 3,000 in one day. These men struggling to preach, struggling to get five people to come to their congregation, struggling for their church to grow, struggling for their ministry, struggling. All the time, all you need is create a history with God. And the Holy Spirit will be begging you to come to your fellowship so that he can authenticate his, your history with him. The things you have with God in the secret, he is just waiting for opportunity to put his hands on them and say, I know thee. I know thee by name. I will rise high in God. Huh? I will rise high in God. I will have great things with him. It is not an easy path, but it is a path we must follow. We must follow it because once we follow it, many people will be saved because we stay down and follow to the end. The history we create at the barest minimum can be an inspiration for a generation and many generations. Or what do you think? When we hear about men like Abraham, Elijah, what's the first thing that comes? We are inspired. Men like James, we are not the first people that are inspired by the, what our forefathers did. If you hear the language of James, you will see that he's saying, God, Elijah is a man like me. So he is disturbed that when he thinks about Elijah, he has found that he has not done much compared to Elijah. So he said, Elijah is a man of like passion. What, what did he do? What did he do? That's what we mean by spiritual. What did he do? What did he have with God? One of the things he had with God is that he knew the brook, Sherit. He can stay there. And it is only the raven that can be bringing him food. Eh? It means that God determines when he is eating. The way you pray and ask God, when do I break my fasting? He prays and asks God, when does he eat? Because he is always on perpetual fasting. Are you getting the point? When do I eat is different from when do I fast. Such a man has a history with God. Until the day of James, it has become in the barest minimum an inspiration for a generation. Such are the men that we see. What they have with God is such that the Holy Ghost can come mightily. There is no way the Holy Spirit cannot enter here. Because what Jesus had, oh, what Jesus had is such a thing that 
God have, the father have to speak two times to testify. At, at one time he came and said, this is my beloved son. Do you know what it means? You just read that scripture and pass. A voice came from heaven just to validate a man. Jesus was just walking quietly. As of that time, he was known as Joseph's son, the carpenter's son. Suddenly a voice came from heaven and said, this is my beloved son. On that day, it became obvious that this man, even though he's quiet and unassuming, that there, are, there is a lot he had with God in his secret. That he's bearing a lot of marks behind his back. Huh? That he has strange dealings with God. That he has passed through streets that broke many men. And he came out there shout, shouting, Hallelujah. He came out shouting hallelujah the same place that broke men and they said it can be done a man passed through there oh i shall pass through the valley of the shadow of death and i will fear no evil there is a revelation of god that is bringing to me these days huh? all we need is to find god in a measure when when it is needed if it will take heaven coming down to bear witness to the fact that you walk with him, that you had something with him indeed. It is not a boast. It is not. It is not a boast because all Moses did is to say, if you think, are you getting the point? That it is not bring your rod. Since everybody has rod, what? Bring your rod. The one that has history with God, his own with God. <laughs> I know I speak in parables for many of you. And that's why I try to make you to understand from the beginning. Some of you might finally understand what I taught now in the next five years. But if you open your spirit, you can know it now. At least you can catch the spirit of the world. And it can work in your life. Sometimes the oppressions of the Holy Spirit is faster than your mind. Huh? How can you come here? Before we have explained to you what is happening, you are already groaning and traveling. That means the Holy Spirit went beyond your understanding and gave you something that is spiritual. Are you getting the point? Shall we say amen? amen. Okay. G give, give me my scripture. Give me my scripture. Okay. Verse 14. Verse 14. Please. He said, he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine. Listen. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. This is the Holy Spirit. Do you know what Jesus is saying? He said that when he, the spirit of truth is come, he is the one that will lead you into all truth. Meanwhile, <laughs> are you seeing what this scripture is saying? The Holy Spirit does not work in proxy. He works with the available history that has been handed over to him. Jesus said, He shall receive of mine. What does it mean? It means that the Holy Spirit can only work with what Jesus has accumulated. So when, what we need, are you getting the point? Follow me, follow me. If you have me, say amen. amen. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of witness. But this is how the Holy Spirit witnesses. He comes to your life and finds those things that you had with God and they will become the basis of his capacity to witness in your own context 
Are you getting the point? So it means you can see five different people with five different capacities in witness. Why? Because the history that they have with God varies. And the Holy Spirit can only take of yours. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the case of Jesus, he said, he will receive of mine. In your case, what will he do? He will receive of yours too. Are you now seeing the problem? What the Holy Spirit can only do is to receive of yours. He cannot go beyond yours. Jesus has his own, but this day we need to pay the price to have our own. <laughs> so what the Holy Spirit does in witness is to what? Take your own and witness with it. So the subjective capacity in witness is dependent on what men have with God. What the Holy Ghost does by the activity that he has in the spirit is to take of what a man has and begins to administrate in that measure. Men low in rank in the spirit as, the, as, as a result of the history that they have created with God is expecting that mighty things will burst out. How? How? The Holy Ghost can only come and pour out to the measure that men have carried to create history with him. You will find out why we need to pray for 10 hours. Fast or not. Give. Do many things. Even though there are people that told you I can pray for 5 minutes and God will do. I don't need to pray like this. I need to pray like this. No, it's not about how. It's about history. It's about history. There is a generation that God wants to witness. There is powers of darkness that God wants to witness in a measure, in a dimension to. It so happens that the history you have created with God is not enough for the Holy Ghost to take. What will he take when he comes? He can only take of yours. <laughs> what do you have? He can't go beyond yours. That's why men need to be humble. It's a cry. It's a cry in my secret place. It's a cry in my heart. When he comes, he can't go beyond. He can only come and take of yours. What do you have? What history have you created with God? What history do you have with the Holy Ghost? Paul said, I know a man 13 years ago. Oh, what are these men talking about, Jesus? What are these men talking about? He said, I know that one. If I want to boast, that's the kind of boast that we have. Not to come and be talking things in the natural. We speak about men that had dealings with God in high places. You are talking about jargons. Who has time? What we talk about are men that God has he stayed on them. Even men like Paul, we said, I was beaten 39 times, yet I stayed. Not because I must stay. Not because it's pleasant, but because there is a history I need to create. Oh! I need to create a history. The Holy Ghost wants to take of mine and give to the Gentiles. That was when Paul, when anytime he appears, he said, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, sent to the Gentiles. You need to listen to him. I feel some. You need to listen to Paul because he has authority to say what he says. Huh? <laughs> Such a man. We have things with God. What do you have? We need to settle down and create a history with God. And then when we come to accumulated convergence in witness capacity in our corporate rank, something will come so strong that a generation will know that there is something breaking forth. Not all these things like
like it, like droplets everywhere and men are shouting. We need to go back to the place where history is made. Oh, when a thousand men appears, God will say, I know you. I know all of you by name. I know you. Oh, not, not, God's knowing of you is not how men know. God knows you because of how much you have had something with him. So when you appear, he will say, on the 20th of October, 2020, when they told you, if you don't follow Jesus, I will no more pay your school fees. He said, instead of me to drop Jesus, I will rather not go to school. They will write it as issue. When such a man appears tomorrow, and then he will say, I will give you admission. You will think it's because he prayed more than you. He had a history with God. Men that refuse to motivate the things and work they have with God. Just, there is no way to explain it in the natural. But they kept on. Even when they have received the answers that men seek in prayer in the natural, they still continue with God. Because they want to lead back the realm of the spirit with history sufficient enough to bring a cackle of witness that a territory and generation cannot survive. I seek for such men. An alarm is born in the spirit that men will settle down with the Holy Ghost and create a history with him such that God will make again a, a person, a, a fountain of history sufficient for the Holy Spirit to come down in a mighty way in our generation. We cry for revival, we cry for the coming of the Holy Ghost, we cry for the outpouring, yet there is little witness. There is little history. Yes. Listen to me. The outpouring on the day of Pentecost is directly as a result of the history that one man had with God. I hope you know. The Holy Spirit wouldn't have been able to do more than Jesus have accomplished. I hope you know. You don't know. That's what Peter was saying in the book of Acts chapter 2. He said that you need to know that the reason why the Holy Spirit is being poured out today is not as a result of the fact that God decided and said, uh, today I'm going to pour out the Holy Spirit. There is no particular day. The day is the day that the measure of history has been created in the measure that can activate the throne of the Christ. And when the throne of the Christ is activated, the Bible made us to understand that there is one proof. Oh! Once the throne is activated, then the Holy Ghost will come as of the day of the Pentecost. You will not know until you get to the book of Revelation, chapter 5. And the Bible said, the Lamb he is worthy. That was when I found out that it's not by luck. It's not, uh, God, uh, if you want to do it, somebody will have to pay the price for the Holy Ghost to come. Somebody have to create history enough. It is there that we found out that the Holy Ghost came on the platform of dealings and history with God. Because the Bible said, let him that is worthy come and collect. And everybody escaped. Not because they didn't want the seat. Are you getting my point? It is not because people don't desire the same thing. There are many people that desire it. Unfortunately, they are not willing to create. Monica, right? You run away. Stop running away. There is nobody willing to create enough history with God to activate the algorithm. Who, who else can come? The only person that can come there is the one that is the lamb, that like as if he was slain. Huh? He came and they said the lamb is worthy. The lamb is.
Huh? The lamb. Christopher, he is what? Christopher. Christopher. He is what? He came like a lamb. Christopher, he is what? Dennis, he is what? They say for a man that has history enough in the spirit, huh? things will come. No, no, it's not by begging, it's not by hope. When a man meets the measure of history, then something must happen. Die. The Bible says, When he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, he will show me my. Show me my job. He will receive of mine. What can the Holy Ghost receive from your life? He cannot administrate more than he has received of your life. And he can only receive to the measure that you have created witness with him. Created a history with him. What's the history of God with you? Some, some people, what they have with, what they have in the spirit is the witness of backbiting, jealousy, envy, competition. That's the history you have. Trying to... No... You need to create a history of suffering. You need to create a history of obedience. He became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. And the Bible said, God had highly exalted him. So that at the mention of the name of Jesus, come and You too, you need to have name. Create a history. Create a history. Are you now seeing it? Many times when you pray for things to change in your family, it will not happen immediately. Do you know why? God wants to create a history with you. So that it will be the basis of witness in that family. God cannot come beyond the measure of the available spiritual history that he will ride upon to bring a witness to a particular people. And depending on the context that God has ordained that he will bring witness, you will have to design the measure of history that you need to create with God such that when you come out from there, God can ride upon that and bring witness sufficient to testify of the communications of God that you bring within that context because somebody can do something else and yield to a measure and is able to bring witness in his own context but for you you have to submit to a higher measure of dealings so that a deeper history can be created with you God said about Moses he said to other prophets I spoke to them in, in dreams and in visions but with my servant Moses I do what I speak to him face to face. <laughs> that means God has to create a deeper history with such a man so that he can bring him to a higher plane of authority. That's why when he's dealing with the children of Israel in a smaller way, the way he's dealing with Moses, because the history, Moses will outlive his generation. By the time we come to the Mount of Olivet, is he Olivet? Where is the Mount of Transfiguration? Help me, help me, help me. Huh? Huh? The Mount of Transfiguration is what? Help me. Holy, right? When Jesus came there, we found out that Elijah has not gone. 
Elijah is still alive. He created so much history that even Jesus had to read the history book. Jesus had to consult the history book that Elijah created. Elijah. Men like Moses, Jesus had to read the history book. Before he continues, he needs to consult it. Such men have also lived that we don't know about. For you to continue on your journey, you have to consult the books of their history in the spirit. Men that walked with God, they died to many things, sacrificed many things. They saw things, encountered it. Paul said, for three years I was in the desert of Arabia. Three good years. People will think that, uh, uh, Paul, where I thought you are called to be an apostle. What happened? Why are you at Arabia? You should be showing yourself. You saw Jesus now. Since you saw Jesus and you are anointed, it's time to show yourself. I thought when somebody sees Jesus and is anointed, the next thing is to start ministry. But Paul went to Arabia. Because it's not enough for you to be anointed. What you need to witness is beyond the anointing. What you need to witness is a history that you have with God. Because the anointing amplifies what is already a reality in the spirit. There is no reality. There is nothing for the anointing to amplify. There is nothing for the anointing to enforce. It is something that you have with God that the anointing can come and enforce. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Spiritual history. There is a diet of spiritual history in the body of Christ. Men that are lightweight in the spirit. All the time they are asking about time. They are asking how long. Once you hear the equation, how long? Why me? He doesn't know Jesus. Her sister. You ran away for like three years now. I'm, I'm of the opinion that you are afraid of prayer. That's my opinion. I may be wrong. Hmm? There is no running away. <laughs> if we, we represent God to the measure that our destiny has captured, let's settle down. Let's not waste time. People are asking God, why has things not changed in my family? Meanwhile, you don't have history with God. On what basis will he do it? On what basis will the Holy Spirit come? John chapter 15 verse 26. together. One, two, ready, go. So there are a few things you need to mark in what I'm saying now. Number one is truth. Number two is testimony or testify. Number three is spirit. You can just call it spirit of truth. Are you getting the point? There are a few things you should mark. Is it not true? Witness. Witness 
many times is interchanged with testimony, but it's not exactly the same. Witness is actually capacity to testify. A person is a witness because he has capacity to what? Testify. A person is a witness because he has what? Capacity to testify. But many times we can use the two interchangeably. Is it not true? You are a witness to a case because is everybody a witness to a case? So you are a witness to a case. Why? So what is the capacity to testify? Say after me evidence. So the man has sustained enough evidence to validate truth. So there are many things God cannot validate through your life. Even though you want God to, you want God, is it not true? Sometimes, have you not come and you have a burden for your campus? God, and many young men have met me from Nigeria, from Kenya, from Cameroon, from Ghana, from South Africa, from Uganda, from everywhere. They are chatting me. They said, I want to bring revival to my campus. Everywhere is dry. I look at the person. As you are telling me, I will be searching the spirit. I will know. For this young man to create history enough to even change his own family. <laughs> create history enough for him to even change his classroom. Eh? Ah. Sometimes you might get F just in the bid to create enough history. I hope you know. You don't know that when you become serious, you might not be able to be involved in many things. In fact, they won't tell you when they go for certain. Meanwhile, it's history you are creating. And he has meant, are you getting a point? That they won't tell you about something and you might get an F. So it will become the basis. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the getting of the F is in a prerequisite course if they are in UNM. And it will mean that instead of five years, that you will have what? We are saying that five is too much and you are having six. Huh? And you cry. I, is either I graduate or I backslide. Sometimes I graduate or I backslide. I, I didn't hear you. So everywhere is quiet because I have some students here. They, they are afraid. Make this thing not happen. <laughs> but you have graduated now. So it can't happen to you. So you can say, is either I graduate or everywhere is quiet. <laughs> mm. Is a hard teaching. Let me should I, let me leave it. Let me say good things. The Lord has blessed you. You will never fail. Angels will carry you onto your bed and bring you down. I'm, I can only pray. I can't answer prayer. I'm humble enough to admit the fact that only God can what answer. And that this kind of prayer from experience, He doesn't answer it. So you better find out their prayers God can answer. Don't pray. Don't bother yourself. Are you getting the point? Don't waste time praying. Don't bother yourself praying. He can't answer it. He creates history. Creates history. Sometimes to create history, you might need to jump fence to come for prayer meetings. There are sisters here that have done it many years ago. You will see them now and think you are the same with them. You are, the, you are not the same just because you are speaking the same tongues. Do you know what they have done? 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? They love them, they jump fence. And they come back, they, you are not getting the point. Some people here, it's only money that they did not have. See, I'm, sometimes I go weak for some people's self. We have not, you have not passed elementary class. Should we advance? Have you passed foundation class like this? You only pass it in fellowship. You have not passed it in life. Passing foundation class in fellowship in your school is not equal to passing it in real life. Are you hearing me? There are people that are fellowship presidents, national presidents of their fellowship. They have not passed foundational class of the spirit. There are people that are pastors for 10 years. They have not passed the foundation class of the spirit. Huh? Those people cannot drop many things for Jesus. And yet they said, these are basic. We have no, these, are, these are beginning. Organic. This beginning. So that we will now say, are you serious? The, to know you are serious, you have to pass this class. Have you jumped fence? What have you done? You are, what you are still living up on is people's benevolence. You are living on benevolence, spiritual benevolence. The day you start paying your own price, eh, you will see the history. Paul said, let no man trouble you. <laughs> I want to grow and make certain statements in this life. Let no man trouble. When you trouble such men, you die. You die carelessly. They don't pray it all. They will be saying, God, have mercy on you. Some angels will say, mm, they won't have mercy on you. If you don't know it's like that, I need to tell you there is something like that. Too. You can, if they ask you, say, no problem, no problem. Some angels will insist that there is problem. Then we must sort it out. <laughs> don't find some people's problem. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Moses can be praying for Miriam. God will say, I have heard. He will strike him with seven days. Did Moses say, leave her or not? But what happened? They refused. Now, they showed mercy on her. And the mercy they showed on her is seven days leprosy. Just because you spoke against a man that had history with God. Huh? Paul said, let no man trouble me. Let no man trouble me. Let no man trouble me. Some people can even look at you and say you are lucky in ministry, you started ministry, and people are coming. Do you know what I have? Do you know in this my young age, do you know, I have, I have witness here. Where is, where is Udo? to be my treasurer. <laughs> Evangelist Victor Benjamin he is in charge of everything, our jail. <laughs> there is a goat behind. There is a message oppressions of demons. Oh, if you listen to it, you will hear goats in the background. Have you not heard it? We did not just appear. That, in case, you, when I say we are in the village, some people will be wondering, oh, look at how this guy is looking fresh. Look at his shoe. Look at the way he's... You don't know anything. 
you are looking at the wrong thing. My body is full of gulala. My back. The way they have flogged me in this life, if they flog you one time, you will say, Jesus, this is your Bible. If I touch your Bible, make I know. Huh? I finished building the church. One man looked at it and said, you are not giving us money. We are shutting it down this Christmas. Church that I level every time fasting and preaching almost four times a week. It was no more a church. It was looking like an apostolic setting. Huh? They said that we shut it down in December because I wasn't generating enough money. It was a clash between my convictions and generating money for the church. I have to leave it. I died a thousand deaths. Huh? The depression that came on me lasted for eight months because I thought that this is the path that God has made. I leapt into it. I said, now that the door of ministry has opened, let's follow this way until things have matured. The bulala, the oh my God. In fact, as they are saying it, they made me the, as they were saying it, they made me the, the culprit, the bad person. It was from there that the Lord taught me the lesson of taking responsibility of being the person at fault. Whether you are the one at fault or not. Just take the responsibility of being at fault and don't explain. Just take, take the, take it. I have found that 100% of the time, when a man passes through that, and does not complain. He, the Bible says Jesus is like a sheep that is taken to the slaughter. He did not come. When you come out from there, 100% you come out with unimaginable layers of authority. People will be wondering, how did this authority why is this one happening? They don't know the history you have with God. Eh? Oh my God. Have loved one forsaken you? You don't know the price. You don't know what it takes to create history for God to step in. Whether you are there or not, somebody, this cannot happen. You are a witness to life. You are a witness to holiness. You are a witness to righteousness. You are a witness to greatness. You are a witness to multi-vast, multi-dimensional expressions of divinity. You, are, you have stayed with God. Oh my God. Huh? They chased me out. Oh. It was with microphone. They announced it. And the village was hearing it. There are people that can tell even more that because I'm not sure I came to that night with you. I was at my uncle's house crying. You were there now. You can even tell the story more than me. The things I'm saying, I'm not even saying, I'm not saying up to 50% of what happened. I broke down. I broke down. I died. I died many times. It was after that time ministry meant less for me. You are a minister of the gospel and ministry has not been taken from you. I mean, when you are doing well and there is no excuse why it should be taken from you and it's taken from you and you survive, then you don't know. You don't know how to be a man. It was there that I understood what it means that man is a ministry. It is not a congregation. Man is what? A minister. Let no man trouble me. That's where we are going in this generation. Let what? No man trouble me. Because I have history with God. Let no man trouble me. Can you bend down your head and ask God, teach me this, this teaching. Let it go beyond the words of the man of God. Please, for once, I beg you, I don't want to just be hearing and hearing and hearing 
our apostolic invasion in Lagos is on the 24th and 25th of June. It cannot reach 26th. 26th, I'm here. But you people need to pray so that they will not pin me in Lagos for my birthday. It's not no with mouth. July 10 to 13. Timobi. July when? July 8 to 10 is Enugu Sonship Conference. Amen. It will be mighty. I will be, Chimobi will be there. If you want to clap, clap. Amen. Um, Chuka will be there if you want to clap. Amen. Pastor Meke Zuka will be there. friend, Pastor Femi Lazarus, will be there too. I will be there too. Amen. Huh? Okay, jump bite. If you are a jump bite, come and kneel down. Quickly, you have count to five. One, two, three. Uh-uh. Gonna Are you a jambite? <laughs> I'm not aware. Amen. Uh, when is our international sonship conference? Huh? Huh? 20th to 23rd October. From the whole world, we are going to gather at New. Amen. Search for your hands towards these people. No missing results. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. We bind every technical problems. We bind every spiritual attack. Forgetfulness. Human and computer mistakes. You will want to write an exam and your computer will start hanging. No. You will not only pass away, you will get admission according to the will of God. Keep praying for them. Keep praying for them. Jesus. Confirm. 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 
give you admission. Jesus, confirm. Jesus, confirm. We bless you all in the name of Jesus. And we give you admission according to the name.